Greetings, we are live here at thechurch.co. I'm Pastor Lupi. God bless you. Welcome. And we welcome the Holy Spirit of God. God bless you. Today we're going to speak on restored to glory. Why is the Lord speaking this? Because he wants us to enter into an ease that can only happen when we enter the glory. I'm going to read a scripture um, in the book of Hebrews, chapter 4, verse 1. It says, Therefore, since the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us be careful that none of you be found to have fallen short of it. The reason I'm talking about the glory, uh, it's, it's because the glory realm is the highest realm that we can dwell in here on this earth, and it, it will bring us an ease. I was sharing uh, with my husband during these days of the things that the Holy Spirit is putting in my heart, not just for me, but for every believer. There is a, a day, he's going to be releasing more of his glory realm in manifestation, in the believer, in the church, in the body of Christ all over the world, to the degree that we become conscious of this realm, of this glory realm, we are going to be able to experience this. Now, there's a, and th these uh, atmospheres of the glory, these releases of the glory and manifestations of the glory, they will also point to, it will be a foretaste to a greater day that is coming that will be full of the glory of God. The knowledge of the glory of God will be seen in all the earth and that will be done through us the believer but what does that mean to us today it means a whole lot and uh, i believe god wants to put a, a, a rest in our soul in our spirit and a rest with effect that we cannot cause because it is only done in the glory and in the glory realm we're talking about being restored to glory and uh, in in a twofold way and we're also talking about the glory realm. I'll be speaking a lot about the glory realm and, uh, and how to enter into the glory realm. I was um, meditating because I've heard some messages about the glory and uh, different things about the glory, but it, it almost seems as if I, I don't quite get what they're saying as to how to enter. I understand the manifestations. I understand many things. And I believe many in the body of Christ are in the same position. Now, the glory realm is the realm where everything is possible with God, the realm where everything is, exists, the realm where we can be just in that ease, in a peaceful state of being. And uh, we know that we know that we know what God is doing, what God is saying, what things should be happening on this earth, we can see in the glory realm and call those things as they are, and we know that they will they will be manifested or evident and visible here in this in this uh, earthly realm, and um, and and that will put an ease in us. Why? Because we know for a fact that those things we are seeing and experiencing and hearing from from that state of being that realm. 
We know that those things, we already have them. We don't need to struggle for it. We don't need to beg God for it. We don't, as a matter of fact, we don't need to beg God because he's given us all things through Jesus Christ. There's a scripture that we know. We should know it. And it's found in the book of Romans 3.23. I'm laying a foundation for this and then I'll just enter as to the things that he's showing us on how to enter the glory realm and uh, how to stay in the glory realm, how to be uh, in that restored state of being and the restored to glory state of being. In Romans 3.23, it says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Uh, uh, when Adam and Eve sinned, we know that that was a fall of humanity. We were banned from the presence of God, from the glory realm, from heaven, and uh, from everything that God created as a perfect world for us, the, the humanity, when he created uh, humanity. But then uh, man sinned, mean, meaning human being sinned, and that caused for us to, be, to fall short of the glory of God. But then what happened when Jesus Christ came, did he only save our soul and did nothing else? He restored us to glory. We fall short of the glory of God. But when Jesus came, he paid the uh, price to reconcile us to God and to bring us, translate us into this kingdom realm, into the glory realm, to the glory of God. And he gave us himself and he now dwells in us. We have been restored to glory. And uh, because of the sacrifice of Jesus, we have already been restored to glory. Now, if we live in a way that doesn't show that we have been restored to glory and we're still struggling for everything, we're still believing a lesser world, we're still uh, living in an inferior way of living, if we're still living in this, what I call Star Wars uh, second uh, heaven world where we're struggling and warfare and fighting and rebuking and binding and we get so weary, then we need to understand, uh, first of all, that we have already been restored to glory. Yes, we've fallen short of the glory of God because of sin, but when we come to Jesus, when we came to Jesus, Jesus Christ is the one who before the Father offered himself and his blood in order to restore us to glory. Now, did he only restore part of us to glory? Did he leave the brain out? Did he leave our body out? Did he leave our families out of the glory realm? Did he leave one part of us out of the glory realm. No, he did not. He paid it all for all of humanity that whoever believes in the Son of God should not perish but have eternal life, everlasting life and life, like it says in the book of John, chapter 10, verse 10, life more abundant. Now that life, he's talking about eternal life in, with him. He's talking about eternal life in us because in the book of John 17, it says that, that this is eternal life, that they may know you, our Father, Heavenly Father, and that they may know Jesus. That's eternal life. And then he also gave us life in our life, in our bodies, in our soul, in our spirit, in our brain, in our uh, genes, our DNA. Everything has been restored to glory. He's given us abundant life, a life that is better than uh, what we've been living, and he wants to open our eyes to that. 
And then he's also given us his world. The glory is God. God is the glory. And the glory manifests in so many ways. And uh, God is trying to get his people to, to enter into that restored to glory state. And when we enter into that restored state of being, and we enter the glory realm. And in the glory realm, that's God. That's it. It's done. It's, it's as it is. There's no striving. There's no struggling. There's nothing that is impossible with God. And no matter what the world says, the system of operation of this earth, no matter what time and sickness and plague and disease and doctors and, and uh, whatever uh, is, is saying what is saying, that is not in the glory realm, then we are, are in a position or in a, in a, we're, we're facing the reality. Will I believe what the glory realm or will I submit to all these things and begin to live or, or continue to live in a state of being that is a struggle every time? I don't know about you, but I believe that we are all in a, in a, in a state of being in which we are tired of struggling tired of not knowing, tired of all these afflictions and all these things that are, that are, are telling us something opposite that our spirit knows is not God's plan for our lives. And uh, because when we are restored to glory as we have already been, and if we've accepted Christ and Christ dwells in us, the fullness of God dwells in Christ. Christ dwells in us. Then that means the fullness of God dwells in us. The fullness of his glory, the fullness of his spirit the fullness of his world his authority everything but why is it that we cannot express the same way or live the same way as Jesus lived here on this earth because we're living outside the restored state of being that we are in we have been restored to glory now we want to be restored to glory now we have already been catch this we have already been restored to glory through Jesus and if you know that that is your reality, then you will work, strive only to enter into that state of being, into that uh, restored to glory state of being. And uh, that's where the East is. That's where all these things that are, that are agitating our spirit, our mental battles, uh, all these sicknesses, all these distresses and oppressions, all these things things that are stopping uh, from us from living in this restored to glory state of being or enjoying the glory realm here on this earth for the good of our lives, our families, our destiny, our mission, and uh, uh, whatever we're establishing here on this earth, our ministry, our, the churches here on this earth and the body of believers, we have to pause and begin to uh, ponder and meditate upon this so that we what is stopping us from entering into the glory realm how do we enter the glory realm what is the benefit of all this and I tell you the greater day is coming but today God is restoring us to glory he's restoring us in the now manifestation to that state of being that we are already in 
restored to glory through Jesus Christ. And we have to understand this because if we don't, we will continue to live in a, in a state of being that we struggle over everything. We lose things. We, we stumble over things. We have no effect. We don't see the miraculous. We don't see the signs and wonders. And this is the season in which the way to answer the world, Satan, and everything that is uh, uh, being uh, released and in this hour because of the times, we, the only way to answer all that is with the glory. With the glory that will show the power of the Most High God, the effect, the signs, the wonders, the miracles. Now, that is not just a cliche. We really should be operating in these supernatural, miraculous, empowered lives because we have been restored to glory. But how do we enter the glory? Did you know that if we hold any type of death in us, whether it's, it's uh, criticism, judging others, uh, the way we speak, the way we act, these thoughts that, that govern us, that go contrary to the will of God, we cannot uh, enforce authority over death, over sickness. Do you get that? That is so plain and simple. Oh, my God. I've been asking God, God, restore me to you. Because in life, we will go through stuff that will cause us to stumble, especially in this hour. And God is wanting to get our attention as believers, as a church of Jesus Christ. Because he says the glory, the knowledge of the glory of God, Habakkuk 2.14 the, the knowledge of the glory of God will be seen on all the earth like the waters cover the sea. Now, how is he going to do that? He's going to do that through his vessels, through us, the believer. But if we are not living in that restored to glory state and we're struggling for everything, we quote, quote the right thing, we rebuke and we bind and we, and, we, and we do all these things and then we look at the situation and it's still the same. Why? Because God is wanting to bring us to the highest realm. He's wanting to bring us into the restored to glory state. And that will require some things from our lives. I was reviewing some, some of the word, word that he's given to me throughout the years and teachings. And oh my Lord, I was, I was so being restored to that, that glory realm because things in life will get us to begin to draw back, to let go, to get offended, to, to do, uh, begin to leave our communion with God. With no communion with God, no communion with God will not keep us, get us in or keep us in the glory realm. We have to. We have to. That is our source. He is the source of all power. He is the source of the miraculous. He is the source of, of uh, having the authority over all things. And uh, he is our covering, our protection. He's our comfort. He's our counsel. He's our everything. But without this Holy Ghost communion, this communion with God, we cannot enter or dwell in the glory realm, in the restored to glory realm. And I started reviewing these notes. And I know this, this scripture because it's part of my prayer. In the book of Psalms, chapter 51, verse 10 through 12. But the very first part of it, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. And then we take it even more 
to the other scriptures. Cast me not from your presence. God is not a mean God, and he's just looking for something in us to throw us out of his presence. That's not, that's not our God, and we need to get that image out of us. Oh, I need to do all these things to be pleasing to God. No, you do not. All you need to do is accept Jesus Christ and what he did, and that makes you restored to glory. And uh, we have a, a heavenly father that is with us. But there are things that will either keep us out of the presence, keep us out of the glory realm, or keep us in the glory realm. And that's where God is wanting to bring his church back into this state of being that is a restored uh, to glory. Now, any, the, this created me a clean heart, renew a right spirit has to become a reality in us. It has to be something real. Why? Because the highest realm and the highest state of being is in this restored to glory realm. Did you know that it's very easy to raise the dead when we are in the glory realm? Because we don't do it. It is him. When we are in the faith realm, we are believing what the scriptures say. We are quoting the scriptures. We are binding and rebuking. But there's no, there's no uh, 100% assurance that that is exactly what God wants to do. And uh, what does that leave us with? Frustration, maybe anger, maybe we scratch our heads saying what happens, what is happening, or where, why is it not happening? But in the glory realm, this restored to glory realm, that is exactly how Jesus Christ lived on this earth, and he showed us an example. Why? Because he wants his people to live in the restored to glory state of being. As I walked on this earth, so shall you do in greater works. But the greater works cannot be performed unless we enter and live into the state of being what if in the in the glory realm that is reality in the glory realm we will know 100 percent accurately cl uh, with clarity of purpose and, and a definite answer a definite uh, instruction a definite clear understanding because we're seeing it and hearing it from God and then we have authority over any earthly realm any spiritual wickedness in the second realm and we have authority over all things and not just by faith but because we're seeing it and living it with God in his glory realm in his presence hearing it and seeing it so that tells us that gives us a blessed assurance and with that we can rebuke everything but if there's some death in us any kind of anything that is is contrary to God to his ways to his heart to his thoughts to his character uh, God is not going to close his eyes and say okay you can enter the glory realm and begin to move in power and authority and you can begin to see no he's not going to do that we have to begin to walk with God before God first of all uh, if you get so in love catch this if you get so in love with God you fall in love with God you fall in love with this Savior he's your only Savior Jesus not people not things not money not fame not anything not even a title is your savior only jesus and if we fall in love with jesus in such a way and we know that to enter in 
oneness here on this earth with him into this glory realm, into this restored to uh, glory realm with God and began to uh, move in this earth in all kinds of signs and wonders. And we're all going to have to practice this because we're far from being and walking in that glory realm. There's very few people that I've heard of all over the world that have somewhat a glory realm through their through their lives. But that shouldn't be the case. It should be every believer. This is available for everyone. Everyone who says, God, you are more important than anything and anyone. And this is where the striving comes in. We don't strive when we enter the glory realm. We sit in the glory realm. At the right hand of the Father, we see all things. What a mighty way to live especially in this hour when there is so much distraction, so much mental oppression, so many things that we are facing and we will face in this hour. There's, there's war in different parts of the world. There's threats of World War III. There's uh, no effect being seen as it was seen in the book of Acts and the New Testament. Even in the Old Testament, when God's glory would show up with the, Jew, uh, the Israelites, God was almightily, powerfully manifesting himself and showing himself powerful before every single enemy of his people and all the people that went contrary to God. And that's the same God that we serve today. And he's saying, I want to show my glory, but he's looking for someone and, and for his people to want to be restored to glory here on this earth and that will cause the striving will come in in this area create in me a clean heart oh God one of the questions that I wrote and uh, for me for myself that I'm teaching you I said God give me give me an understanding explain this to me because I hear I've heard several people that speak about the glory but I still don't get it as to how to enter the glory and I started pondering this. I pondered this because I said, teach me in a simple way so that I can teach others because it should be simple. We, we, we can expound on the glory. How can you uh, stop talking about the glory, explaining about the glory? Because he's God Almighty in his world and all his, he is, all he has is, is the glory. The glory is God. How can we finish explaining God in this earth? We will never do that. But there must be a simple way of entering the glory. Because he wants us to live in this ease. We have been so agitated in our spirit, so stirred in our spirit in the wrong way. We, we, we cannot think, right? I, um, this, these past two weeks, I was feeling all of a sudden just this weight of heaviness on my shoulders. Like if I was so super uh, stressed and I'm like, what is this? Where is this coming from? And then if I don't bring it into subjection and, and, uh, and not allow it to control me, it can control me. And, uh, and my thoughts, and then I can get depressed, and I'm like, but where is this coming from? I'm not even stressed right now. Where is this coming from? There's a, a strategy. There's a, a lot of effect of the spirit of Antichrist. But we don't care to speak about and exalt the, the devil. We're here to exalt Jesus and God. And how do we enter into the state of being? And the question that I wrote, is this uh, costing me the glory? Is this that I'm saying costing me the glory it is uh is this because we can sit in judgment of others we can talk about someone and we can pretend that it's not 
that it's okay that we're just justifying ourselves. Is this way of thinking costing me the glory? Is this attitude costing me the glory? Is this, and then when we value the glory more than our feelings and emotions and our way and our thoughts and our desires, everything else is, is, is lesser important. When we, when we care more about God, when we care more about pleasing God, now, now hear this, it is not by works that we are saved. So you don't need to uh, beg God to accept you. He already did through Jesus. What we're talking about is how do I enter into this glory realm? What will increase the glory realm and the sphere, the circle of influence around me where everywhere I go, there's effect of the glory of the Holy Spirit, of the power of the supernatural. And uh, we are going to have to begin to walk in a way, like David said, create in me a clean heart, O oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. But those are not just words. This is something that becomes so real that you could whisper it to God and he will begin to show you areas of your life or areas in your thought pattern or in your mindsets or in your walk, your talk, in your home, in your ministry, he will begin to show you things uh, that don't, don't conform to his ways, don't conform to the higher realm. And those limit the power and glory of God in manifestation or in full manifestation here on this earth. And, and, uh, and uh, if there's stuff that we retain, and we choose those things over, and, it causes, and it's causing death in us. If we're uh, criticizing or we're so offended at someone who did us wrong, and we're holding on to that, and we're, hold, we're justifying the fact why I'm, I'm so mad or resentful or angry or bitter, uh, then I am shooting myself uh, and telling myself, you are not going to enter or dwell in the glory realm. And then I have to face the reality that is the glory more important to me? Is, is living in a super wor supernatural world here on this earth more important to me? Because living in this restored to glory state of being here on this earth is what the world needs to see. Because that's what's going to set the captive free. Not because we, we scream and we jump, but because the glory and the Spirit of God are in full operation. Wherever Jesus showed up, that was the glory showing up. Because he was full of the fullness of God, the deity, the full of the Spirit, the power of God, the authority. He spoke, did you, did you know that um, the Sermon on the Mount is not just a few verses? It is three chapters, five, six, and seven of the book of Matthew. Can you imagine? There's no pause there. I'm sure he paused in it, and uh, uh, he didn't just do it in a real super duper fast way, like I give messages because I have to keep it in half an hour. It, it must have taken him a few hours to give three of the chapters in the book of Matthew, which is the Sermon on the Mount. That's what, they, that, that's, where, that's what the people labeled it, the Sermon on the Mount. But that is Jesus speaking by the inspiration of the one in whom he dwelled and the one that was in him. And that's how God wants us to live, to be able to speak with such. Uh, and then at the end, they said they were amazed. The crowd was amazed at his teaching, what he spoke, what he said, what he taught. Because, and because he taught with the 
authority spoke with authority, not like the teachers of the law. Now, there's a difference right there. We want to walk with authority. We want to speak and have effect with our words. We want to have this influence, this circle of influence that keeps growing the glory realm in and through our lives where the, the, the dead are raised, the sick are healed, and we do nothing other than walk in that glory realm, but it all starts in entering into the glory realm. If there's death in us, we will not be able to have authority over death. Did you get that? If there's any kind of death, well, what's death? Uh, what does it look like? Well, criticism, judging, slandering. Uh, being mad, angry, worldly, carnal, that's death in us. And in the glory, there's no death. So if we want to enter in and stay in, we are going to have to release those things that stop us from entering into the glory realm, into this restored to glory realm. And when we trust in ourselves, trust in the things we have, trust in people, uh, in, instead of God as the main source, then we stop ourselves from entering the glory realm there are sicknesses that can in an instant like i told my husband i am in a uh, and i'm 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 making myself vulnerable to you right now so you understand what god is trying to do i said i am in a in a point in my life where the only way to move forward have effect make it and want to move forward is if I leave every realm that is inferior to the to the state of being that I was restored to uh, because if not you can you can try to motivate me and uh, you can even bring a crane and try to lift me up and it will not work because it will take for me to leave this earthly realm this second heaven realm where all these wars and and all these uh things are happening in the spiritual realm of wickedness and and uh and all this warfare and uh and i'm going to have to enter the the glory realm that's the only way if i have sickness in me the only i'm tired of binding and rebuking can you hear me i'm tired of, uh, of binding and rebuking the devil and he doesn't leave I'm tired. I, yeah, my team is going, yeah, yeah. I'm tired of binding and rebuking the, the situation and, and telling this and telling that in the name of the Lord. And, and it doesn't, I'm tired of that. And, uh, and then our bodies begin to get tired. And uh, maybe we're not old or we're aging or something happens. The only way symptoms in our body are, go are going to fall off or things that have affected our brain. Remember, everything was restored to glory. So if something is happening in us here on this earth, in our home, or something's not happening that we know should happen, then the only way, we have to make a decision. This is a making a decision moment. I have to make a decision for myself. Is the glory realm what I'm after? Is God himself being with him as one person here on this earth? And that will cause a mega uh, move on this earth and, and restore me in every area of my life. And uh, is that more important to me or is something or someone else? Only you can answer that. I am done trying to bind and rebuke and getting tired. There's a lot of Christians stuck in the second, uh, second heaven. The second he so many in the earthly realm. They live by the earthly realm. Greed, deceit to get what they want. And uh, God is saying with that greed and deceit, you will not enter the glory realm. You will not see my glory in full manifestation in your restored state of being here on this earth. And uh, we are going to have to make a decision 
pain can keep us out of the glory because we don't understand why that happened, whether it is, whatever it is. I don't want to name things. And uh, we are going to, uh, we're faced with a decision. Is that more important? Uh, ignorance of God's perfect plan and how to get there or ignoring it or not, or, or laziness will, will keep us out of the glory realm. Adapting and agreeing with an, uh, an inferior world. What does that look like? Uh, I was hearing, a, um, uh, well, I wouldn't say that, but anything that is lesser than God's glory realm, if we agree with that, whether it's sickness or whether it's a cycle in your life, a generational curse, uh, uh, symptoms, assaults from hell. Listen, when we enter the glory realm, we're in protected custody. The devil cannot touch us. And we know that we know that we know we're with daddy. We're with our heavenly father. We're in the highest realm. And he knows it. The devil knows it when someone is, has entered and is dwelling in that glory realm. Now, how do we strive? We have to strive. By faith, we know that Jesus already opened the way. But how do we enter into that place? You, every step of the way, like a, uh, I have a whole teaching that he gave me. Not just to teach it, but to live it, to teach me how to enter the glory realm, how to bring the Ark of the Covenant, the glory realm, to our lives, to our mission in life, to our homes, to our ministry. And it's going to cost us, it's going to cost us to do it His way. We are trying to have effect our way, our understanding. And God says, you're living too low. I need to get you out of the earthly realm. So, uh, so, and you cannot remain in the second heaven because that's where all the wickedness is moving and operating angels and, and uh, this warfare going on. And if we're stuck there, all we do is bind and rebuke and we get tired of binding and rebuking and always sw uh, swinging the sword and, and us doing the work by faith. By faith, they'll be healed. By faith, the situation will change. By faith, by faith. Well, God is saying, I have a better way. And that is to your restored to glory uh, state of being. In the book of Acts, chapter 17, verse 28. In him we live, we move, and we have our being. And we are going to have to enter the state of being by us living our lives just like David when they brought the ark the first time. It was the wrong way. They were so happy and rejoicing, but they did it in their own understanding. They moved by emotions, by their love, by whatever it was, and they did not inquire of the Lord. And so there was death that was caused, and the ark was moved somewhere, uh, put away, and then uh, later they found out God was blessing that house because the glory was there. And David said, oh, no, the glory belongs right here. And God wants to move us and stir us and say, I want the glory in you in full manifestation. I want to manifest my glory, the knowledge of my glory through all the things that you do uh, financially. God, there is no striving in the glory. There's an ease in the glory. We have effect over financial problems in the glory realm. We have effect over, uh, we have the healing power in full effect in the glory realm. But God is trying to bring us in that, in that, to that restored to glory state. And how, how is he doing that? By us beginning to live, inquiring of him, and the things we know immediately stop them. The things that we've adapted to that, that binds, us, binds us to a, an earthly realm or something lesser than God's glory realm here on this earth, which is everything that all is, uh, then we are going to have to cut 
those cords, sever those cords, and release ourselves from agreements. If you agreed with sickness, then you need to stop agreeing with sickness and begin to press through and get into that glory realm. I said, God, not without your presence, not without your glory. There's no way. If you're going to send me somewhere, I want your glory. But God is, saying, uh, God is saying to us, I want to give you the glory in full manifestation, but you haven't been listening. You've been living scattered brain everywhere. Now it's time to refocus and get into this communion and communication with me. And I will show you how to live as your prayer says, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit. So we enter and the more that we, we release, uh, we enter more and more into a state of being of glory here on this earth. And uh, that will cause that all these things fall off from us that we have been binding and rebuking, and that doesn't fall off. I mean, it's stuck like glue, like crazy glue. And, uh, but the moment we enter into that state of being the glory realm, there's no negotiation. It falls, and it goes, and it leaves. There's no more binding and rebuking because we are in. And the way to stay in is every temptation for us to get angry in a way that will cause us to lose glory or lose this state of being. And lose it, I mean, by getting us out of this realm. And now we're back on square one again. That's why I'm saying we have to practice. You want to change your financial situation, get in the glory. Get in the glory. You disagree with poverty. Poverty is not of God. It's not for us. God wants to release and is releasing su supernatural funding so that we can all accomplish our mission here on this earth. But it's not going to be with our own struggle. It's not going to be with our own understanding. It's going to be in revelation in the glory realm. So it's going to cost us, uh, like David, the second time around, they inquired of the Lord and said, because you priests didn't bring it this way, this way, God's way. That's why we, we went through all that. So we've, as a church, we've gone through all that. As believers, we've gone through all that. As a household, as a marriage, as a family. Now it's time to do it God's way. And guess what? It's easy God's way. And it's very, very peaceful with God. We have to quiet our mind and uh, we enter, we praise God. We praise God. We praise God. We exalt Him. When we least feel it, we exalt Him. We praise God. We lift our hands. We begin to speak these words of praise of how wonderful He is and who He is. And, and then we, we worship Him and then we enter this glory realm. But we're going to enter with our walk. We are going to enter by us choosing, and, the, uh, and the, uh, the change will be evident, and it will be immediate. And uh, our attitude will come into divine order as we enter into divine order, and that will release glory. When you find yourself talking about someone, that's the time where you need to ask yourself, is this costing me the glory? When you're stumbling over something that happened to you, and, uh, and you are holding on to pain or anger, frustration, bitterness, or resentful, being, uh, or a grudge, or something, you need to pause and meditate on your words. I told my husband, it's time for us to meditate, meditate on our ways like never before. Meditate on your ways. If you're lying, you need to stop lying. If you are speaking half-truth and the other truth, you're retaining it because of whatever you're doing or, or you're only or you're exaggerating something, that's lying. You need to uh, stop lying because that can cost you the glory. How do we enter the glory? We, we let go of things that we know will not 
cause us to enter in. Where's the struggle then? The struggle is because we want to do it our way, our, our own understanding. Something gets in the way, immediately we want to respond. We want to uh, answer back, react, and, and justify ourselves. And before God, we will not be justified except through God's way, Jesus Christ. So we are in a position right now where we are to meditate our ways and ask God, uproot everything, God. And I am so thankful to God that he's been exposing things. Exposing meaning I didn't see it before this way, God's way. Now I'm seeing it, so I'm faced with the decision. Will I keep doing it my way, even though I know it's not God's way? Or, and it will cost me the glory? Or I can begin to release myself of all the stuff and every day, not just every Sunday, but every day, all the day. And just like the second time they brought the Ark of the Covenant back, they attempted to bring it back the first time, didn't work. Second time, they were successful. And, it's, and, and it says that when the priests were carrying the Ark on their, on their shoulders, because you don't just do it nonchalant, oh, it's, it's no big thing. It's a big thing that you carry the glory. It's a big thing. You're not carrying God. You are, you are a carrier of the glory. And you are in a restored to glory state of being that he wants you already through Jesus. Now he wants you and I to be those carriers of glory, living in a restored to glory state of being here on this earth and enjoying all the benefits of being a son and daughter of God and all the benefits of the authority, the supernatural realm, and be able to call it for what it is here on this earth and know that it will take place meaning if there's someone who's sick you begin to call out those those uh, those uh, miracles and they will take place why because you're seeing it in the glory so we will have eyes to see ears to hear and we'll have effect here on this earth and i finish with this and i have a lot to speak on this uh how to enter how to stay in um uh, but in, in when the second time they tried to bring, they brought the ark, it says that when, they ha, when they, the priests had taken six steps, the procession, six steps, they paused and they sacrificed to God. We bring the glory with reverence. We, we walk in reverence. We walk consciously of our walk. Well, and you sacrifice. What do we sacrifice to God? We, be, we keep changing out from our ways to his ways and we keep offering that I want to be mad because they did me wrong and I'm justified or I'm so angry at God because of this you you need to pause and offer that up and it will cause that you enter more and more from glory to glory and begin to glow, grow the effect of the glory here on this earth and that will bring you a rest that will bring us an ease that we cannot receive we can psych ourselves we can tell ourselves over and over all day, you have peace, you have peace, you have peace. But you know that you don't have peace. People know you don't have peace. We all, you know that I know that we know that we all know that you don't have peace, that we don't have peace. But when you enter the glory realm, the peace is immediate. He does it. He is the one who brings us this reality. And I close with the book of uh, Hebrews, the same one, chapter 4, that is talking about this uh, day of rest, the day of rest is today. The state of being that he wants you to live in is the day of rest. It is the ease of God. 
And in that ease, everything is possible and all things are done. Verse 11, let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest so that no one will perish by following their example of those who didn't do it and their disobedience caused them to not enter this rest. This is a time where you have to make an effort. And that's the only struggle we're going to have. The effort that it takes for us to let go and stop living earthly in the earthly realm, in the second heaven, in an, uh, in an upset mode or, or in a way that keeps us out of this restored to glory state of being in the now. God, restore us to glory now in the mighty name of Jesus. Make this a reality and uproot everything. Let us pray the same prayer that David prayed in the book of Psalms chapter 51. Create in me a pure heart, a clean heart, and renew a right spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence. Our own ways will cast us from his presence. We won't see his presence in manifestation. We need to get it right. Do not take your Holy Spirit from me. The Holy Spirit is with us, but he'll draw back. He will not show himself except to the degree that we allow ourselves to stop living in a way contrary to his will. And uh, it will begin to show in our lives in the glory. Restore, the joy, restore to me the joy of your salvation. If we're walking with no joy, angry, mad, I don't want to be a mad Christian. I don't want to be a, a Christian that doesn't have effect of the glory. And I want to enjoy the, the joy of his salvation. Why we were saved and, and enjoy every bit of it. And, um, and that was restored to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. That is our prayer. And uh, I believe that as of today, you will begin to walk conscious of your walk and that every moment created me a clean heart. And just like this, the priest stopped every six steps, they say every six steps, they would stop and sacrifice. Imagine every six steps stopping until they got to the city of Jerusalem where they put the Ark of the Covenant. Every six steps, that's what they say, uh, took place. Every six breaths that we take, we are in communion with God and he'll show us every six steps, every six hours, every six minutes, every six breaths that we are offering something to him and but the benefit is the glory will begin to manifest through our lives and that will mean a lot of blessing a lot of effect a lot of his kingdom in full manifestation salvation transformation healing power authority and a state of rest god bless you thank you holy spirit for speaking to us the believers in the church of Jesus Christ, in the body of Christ. And all these fortunes that you give us point to that greater day that you speak of for the greater glory in the book of Haggai chapter 2. Until next message, please share the message. If you want to uh, a teaching on this and, and coaching on, on this whole glory realm and state of being, contact the church.co and we'll be glad to journey with you. Share the message. God bless you. Until then, bye-bye.